and welcome to another episode of Mysteries and Beyond. I am your host, Cavino, and here in studio we got a couple people joining us. Um, they're one of my uh, closest friends here, and we got Werner today. Hello, everyone. I'm back. He's back. Y'all miss me. Yeah, it's been a couple yeah. episodes. Eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I miss it's been a couple yeah. episodes. <laughs> I miss you guys either. <laughs> Damn. After I specifically said I missed you. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Just but kidding. We've missed Werner, you know. He's back now. Yeah, I miss you guys. You want to go get a BBL? <laughs> Put me out for a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm back. And uh, we got Karina. Hi. And we got Joe. What's up, guys? And... Uh, Welcome you guys to another episode, you know, and welcome to the listener to another episode of Mysteries and Beyond, where we talk about cryptid creatures to the paranormal to strange anomalies and, you know, go into the beyond part of serial killers and pretty much, you know, whatever's uh, strange in the world. And today we are going over a mysterious, you know, stranger named Granger Taylor. Green, you guys ever heard Granger Taylor? Never, Taylor. never heard of her. No. No. That's a cool first Sounds name. Sounds like though. a Granger. golf uh, merch. Golf merch? Yeah. Oh, no, that's tailor-made, right? Yeah, tailor-made. I thought that was Sabretooth. Ever since I heard his name, like, Granger. like Granger, like... In the car? No, there's a company called Granger that does, like, supplies and stuff. Big companies. You're right. Yeah, but... Actually, today we're going over a missing person, and um, Granger Taylor was, you know, a guy that, on the night of November 29th, 1980, in a thick uh, torrent and rain gale of force, winds tear through Vancouver Island on British Columbia in the midst of violent storm, a 32-year-old <laughs> Granger Taylor, a soft-spoken, eccentric, uh, mechanical genius, tapes a note to his parents' bedroom door. In the note he left, you know... <coughs> Dear mother and father, I have gone away to walk aboard an alien spaceship. As re uh, reoccurring dreams assure a 42-month interstellar voyage to explore the vast universe, then return. I am leaving behind all my possessions uh, to you as, a, as I will no longer will require the use of any. Please use the instructions in my will as a guide to help. Love, Granger. He has a will. How many 32-year-olds have, have a will? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, but this guy, he ended up this this just leaving during a time where it was like a, a, during a storm. During a storm. Yeah, That's what's crazy, dude. Yeah. And he ended up leaving on that, you know, 1986 mm -hmm. or just 1980. All. So I'll be gone for 42 months. Um, yeah, please use my possessions as you wish, <laughs> Dude, that's, that's check, wild. Check, yeah, check out my will for more. It's a little less than four years, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's four years and forty-eight months. That's a hell of a long time. So it's like if we left now and said, "Hey, I'll be back just before uh, 2028 Yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah, but what would like? I don't know. Like, yeah, what would cause them to just yeah. like, "Hey, um, today's the day I need to go in today the middle of the storm." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> you get that song singing there, Anna. Smashing ball. Oh. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys say something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that night, you know, Taylor vanished. Both his family and the police spent months searching for him. But no one clue could uncover any leads on where Taylor could be. 
So let me tell you a little bit about uh, Granger, this very, uh, very smart guy, you know. Um, he was basically, Granger ended up quitting at uh, eighth grade. He said he learned everything academic uh, things he needed to know, including reading, writing, arithmetic, at a very uh, far beyond level of his years. Uh, Granger went to work repairing and building machinery. He proved a natural machinist and mastered self-taught skills, ranging from welding to electronics. Uh, they said that Granger was somewhat shy and reclusive, although by no means an antisocial or a uh, hermit. You know, he he was a large man, but extremely gentle and generous. Uh, Granger was never one for girls or the party scene. Uh, rather, he immersed his uh, mechanics in engineering, and uh, he remained single and attached to his parents, where he slept in his childhood bedroom on their 21-acre rural property. So this is it, dude. That's him? I don't know if that was... For 32? 32 years ago? Wait, wait, well, scroll down? things were... It was in the past. It was like yeah. a decade before like many of us were born. So, yeah. like, I don't know if you looked at photos, so, like, like, there's whole, like, uh, there's whole, like, chains, like, that look at this, but people did look older back then. Yeah, yeah, they did. At age 12, Granger Scratch built an automobile powered by a one-cylinder engine he designed. By 14, he could tear down and rebuild uh, practically everything, uh, every type of motor uh, vehicle, and moved on to heavy equipment. That took uh, on uh, logging trucks, you know, farm tractors and vintage bulldozers. One of Granger's most ambitious projects was rescuing a derelict uh, steam locomotive from an abandoned logging site. He disassembled the train engine and packed it piece by piece from the bush to his farm. Over time, Granger restored the locomotive um, to full working order. Today, it sits on display in, at the British Columbia Forest Museum in Granger's hometown of Duncan. Not satisfied with wheels and tracks, Granger developed a keen interest in flight. His mechanical curiosity was unbounded, and he longed for, uh, to understand how airplanes operated. As uh, strange as it seems, Granger sourced the fuselage of a World War II Kitty Hawk fighter plane. As uh, with the locomotive, Granger found parts for the plane. What he couldn't uh, buy, he ended up building it. Um, within two years, Granger made the Kitty Hawk air airworthy, although he didn't have an airstrip at his farm, let alone a pilot's license. Granger's in- intelligent creativity came up with a flight plan. He installed the restraint bars in the back of the plane and then chained it to a massive tree. By powering up the engine and working the flaps, Granger elevated the aircraft and held it to hover. Granger's farm plane was huge community hit. Uh, many people watched him demonstrate the fighter, which he eventually sold to a collector for a tidy sum. Speaking of money also, uh, Granger was uh, no slouch when it came to business. By the time he disappeared, Granger had a considerable amount in his bank account, which he left for his parents. Although Granger was somewhat reserved, he was exuberant about helping the local youth. Granger gave his time and teachings to help kids throughout the Cowichan Valley. Granger and his community was never found to be a troublesome in his community. So this guy, you know, this dude, uh, Granger, he was basically a mechanical genius, you know. He hauled the old trains out of the forest to restore it. 
He uh, ended up rebuilding a World War II aircraft and even wow. made his own spaceship. So that's the picture. I'll show you that picture of it. It was this thing. He, he made. made that in yeah. his backyard? Yeah. Damn. That looks like a that's shrunken so cool. down uh, water tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. But, you know, uh, even he, he ended up making his own spaceship and then top it all off. He supposedly believed he could communicate with aliens, you know. Dude. So who knows? I mean, I've I've met some pretty strange people that you know they're mechanical geniuses, dude. Mm -hmm. They know how to build stuff, you know. They yeah. know how to do all these things and just make you know either radio signals. I mean, Werner's one of them. You know? we'll <laughs> yeah. I'm a no, tinker, tinker by Wer trade. Yeah. Yeah. Werner Werner is a tinker and yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Tinkerbell. <laughs> Fun fact: Warner did dress up as Tinkerbell one uh, Thanksgiving night. <laughs> he did. No, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. Don't, don't take that seriously. <laughs> well, Warner, is a that, tinker. That, that, that was Adam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this this guy. I mean, he ended up building a whole World War II aircraft, you know, and made his own spaceship. Basically, he would build, you know, these uh, trains and stuff. Straight out of, you know, in the forest that he would find out, you know, they were there and pull them out or haul them out. And he would wow. basically, you know, rebuild the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Granger Taylor was clearly project oriented. Once he mastered the mechanics and engineering principles of uh, mobility, like vehicles, like locomotives and aircraft, uh, Granger extended his interest horizons. He began studying spacecraft which led to his curiosity about intelligent alien life forms and what advanced technology they likely possess. Granger made it his mission to find out. The late 70s were the time fixated in the, on the possibilities of space and space life. This was the time the TV shows like Star Trek and movies such as Close Encounters and Star Wars, UFO reports were common and a few alien abduction stories uh, sporadically surfaced. Granger Taylor watched, read, and observed everything he could about space travel and what machines would take him there. Uh, that led to Granger Taylor building a flying saucer. He made it from two huge satellite TV dishes and welded together a convincing uh, concoction which uh, looked like the classic UFO shape often uh, depicted in aliens uh, context stories. Granger didn't intend his flying saucer model to fly. Rather, he used it as a think tank where he spent hours in quiet thought. And it was during long periods of solitude and altering his state of consciousness that Granger Taylor began to have episodes where he reported telepathic contact with voices from beyond. One of Granger's closest friends in confidence was a man named Robert Keller. Keller was younger than Granger. Just in his late teens, when Granger departed, Bob still lives in the uh, Cowichan uh, area and firmly believes Granger was in full control of his faculties despite disclosing his conversations with uh, distant deities. So on March uh, 1986, local forestry workers found a blown out vehicle somewhere near BC's uh, Mount Prevost mm -hmm. and not far from uh, Taylor's family home. He's basically not. Not too far from it, you know. There was an overgrown debris area roughly around 600 feet in diameter. Uh, this was off a uh, secluded service trail near the top of Mount Prevost, which is the high point overlooking the Cowichan Valley. 
uh, strewn about the blast site were vehicle parts. Shrapnel was embedded in trees above the, the ground and other parts were driven deep into the soil. Taylor was uh, familiar with dynamite and some have gone uh, missing from his parents' property the night he disappeared. The police were also called, and they were able to confirm that the vehicle identification number on the wreckage matched that Taylor's Dodson pickup. Uh, bone fragments and piece of Taylor's shirt were also Jesus. found at the scene. The police investigated and soon tied the blast site to Granger Taylor, which uh, within the debris fields, uh, a police dog searched and found fractured uh, human bones, the largest being a left arm humorous and sadly grace taylor confirmed that the clothing remnants recovered from the site were consistent with the shirt she made for her son uh, there was nothing left of granger taylor's body to make a positive id his skull and teeth were weren't found and this was the days before a prevalent dna testing however the circumstances were sufficient for the coroner to confirm granger's uh, death and the police were satisfied there was no foul play, despite the enormous explosion. Officially, Granger Taylor's missing persons case was closed with the, uh, his classification of death being uh, under, undetermined. Uh, cor coroners have uh, five death classifications available to wrap up their investigations. Natural, accidental, suicide, homicide, and undetermined common sense dictates no case could arguably be made of Granger dying from natural causes. Additionally, there was no evidence that uh, someone killed Granger to establish a homicide ruling. It's a stretch to think Granger accidentally blew himself up, certainly not with a force of that magnitude. That leaves a hard look at suicide. However, coroners must follow a guideline called the Beckin Test, where the balance of probabilities must overwhelmingly uh, support a conclusion the decedent uh, intentionally took their own life. In uh, Granger Taylor's case, the coroner obviously uh, struggled with firmly concluding the death was a suicide. Uh, one supporting pillar for a suicide conclusion is a, a history of suicidal thoughts, expressions of or tendencies, in Granger's case, there was nothing, absolutely nothing in his past to suggest he was planning a suicide. Within the normal understanding, that is. It appears the presiding coroner ruled with uh, caution and gave Granger the benefit of the doubt, despite uh, knowing about the suspicious occurrences happening the day Granger Taylor said goodbye. Jim Taylor reported that a significant volume of dynamite disappeared from his farm along with Granger. Uh, the Taylors were licensed to keep and use explosives for uh, stump clearing on their uh, land. Granger was completely familiar and competent with the using dynamite and engineering uh, explosive demolitions. So, something else happened on November 29th, 1980. A 100-year uh, storm uh, hit the Cowichan Valley that evening. It knocked down trees and killed power across the area. Granger knew it was coming, and he told uh, Bob Keller that the aliens would arrive under the cover of a storm to camouflage their presence. Granger was last seen leaving a diner where he was a usual patron. Um, this was about 6.30 p.m. It's a half-hour drive from the restaurant to the top of Mount Prevost. 
though a tight switched uh, back dirt road uh, around 8 p.m. Re- uh, residents at the mountain's base heard a loud boom. It was consistent with the storm's thunder. Looking back, there was no doubt Granger Taylor died in a vehicle explosion. The evidence is overwhelming and conclusive. Uh, there's also a realistic doubt Granger orchestrated the blast that ended his life. The question is why? Why did a apparently untroubled and free-thinking man do something so outrageous? Why did Granger plan his demise and tie it to contacting uh, alien intelligence? What in this world was going on in the brilliant mind of his? He kind of looks like Steven, my old manager. <laughs> I remember Steven. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Everybody pulled over. He, he got guy. pulled over. Yeah. Like, he just got pulled over. <laughs> he comes up he to me. He had a cutout of fucking, what's his food, that soccer player oh, in the back yeah. of his car. Was it Ronaldo? No. <laughs> no, was it? It was, no, um, it was another like soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, How old is Steven? Maybe it is. Hey. <laughs> no, he, it's not. He like, um... He said when he got pulled over that the cop looked in the bag and he saw that cut out. And mm-hmm. then he like looked at the cop. He's like, it's from work. I'm not crazy. It's from work. Yeah. <laughs> he started laughing when humor. he told me. I just got pulled over. Dude, he yeah, was that, so like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just got pulled over. He was like so funny without even trying. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the police ended up uh, finding his, you know, his vehicle. And they ended up identifying the number and the wreckage uh, matched that of Taylor's Dotson pickup. Uh, bone fragments and basically his pieces of, you know, his shirt and bones were also found at the scene, you know. And who knows whatever happened to this guy. I mean, um, if he ended up blowing himself up or yeah, accidentally yeah. or maybe he was abducted, you know. Dude. <laughs> so when you know the story came out uh summer in 2016 i mean it wasn't wasn't sure what he re- really happened to him you know um there's also other documentaries you can watch them on like uh um news anchors uh made these stories about him and stuff mm, too cool. and you could watch some of them online you know yeah. or uh go on youtubes and uh, see some of these videos you know but he was supposedly abducted by aliens and taken to space you know or maybe he just became delusional and blew himself up that night. Yeah. But who knows, you know. Some people, you know, were saying that, you know, Taylor was fueled, you know. He believed that he could communicate with, like, aliens. aliens and uh, some, you know, evidence suggests that Taylor was using psychedelic drugs. And he was, uh, some even, like, well-documented say that, you know, he smoked quite a bit of cannabis. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. yeah. So never know with all that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that can uh, really mess with your head. Mm. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Psychedelic <laughs> drugs? Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Creener. Yeah, yeah. I've been, never tried psychedelics. You've been yeah. chosen. Okay. He also may have been... Uh, <laughs> He also may have been uh, prone to depression and bouts of mania. Hmm. So he was maybe losing his head a little bit, you know, and maybe becoming something else, you know, which uh, could have played, you know, a role in some way. They exactly don't know, you know, these bone fragments. What what I read also was saying that these bone fragments were too burnt up or highly uh, exposed to high heat. Mm -hmm. And it really, they couldn't. They don't have, like, viable DNA yeah. to test? Yeah. Okay. But the thing is that they also found, like, pieces of shredded um, 
what do you call it uh his clothes and stuff oh, and right, the shirt right. and stuff okay, yeah. yeah but they don't know exactly maybe he just left the sweater there or something mm-hmm. or, or jacket or Which could be possible you know, clothes yeah yeah but you know whatever it could have happened you know this this dude you know maybe fell into depression took his own life or maybe he did go on a voyage i think he's still with the aliens <laughs> yeah 42 months yeah. to 420 yeah. months yeah, yeah. <laughs> or however many it would be since uh 1980 to cover up actually let me do the math on that that's, yeah. that's a good one i mean I, I think he accidentally blew himself yeah right it's yeah, kind of that's, that's what maybe he yeah. was trying to signal something uh-huh. or do something and yeah i think accidentally in a manic just, episode yeah. he was having a manic episode and like thought this that's why he suddenly left in the middle of a storm mm-hmm. and whatever he was trying to do and just blew himself up yeah and at uh, this point it would be over i just did the math be over yeah. 500 months since uh he left a note jesus what do you think greena aliens or what oh yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your face just like tells me like yeah aliens i think like, he's there yeah yeah <laughs> why yeah. he's there yeah but today i if, mean uh he would be uh, uh 75 years old yeah yeah 32 75. back in 1980 yeah Damn. I wonder if his friend is still alive and uh, yeah, holding out right. hope that he's yeah that, that he's, he's still, still around on his journey or something. Imagine when he actually came back like like nearly the same age as when he left. That would be Dude, crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be trippy. Yeah. That yeah. Would be trippy and I would have told you guys I was right. I know. Queen would love to say I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this episode is a little shorter, you know, it's, it's a sudden, you know, departure of Granger, you know, Taylor. And basically, you know, you could you could search him up on the Internet and you can find many articles about him, you know, and they talk about him and what he did and, you know, his past life. And who knows where he's at now? No one ever knows or no one really knows what exactly happened to him, you know. Um, some information was from uh, Unsolved Mysteries as well. He was on there. Oh, and, they made an episode yeah. about that. Oh, wow! And he also was on many articles and stuff. And and yeah, if you want to search him up, you can search him up. You know, Granger Taylor, mm-hmm. and he was just a man, mechanical genius. You know, that disappeared and maybe talked to uh, extraterrestrials or saw him through his dreams and stuff. And who knows what happened to him and what exactly must have happened to him, you know, uh, on that stormy day, you know, in British Columbia, you know, mm-hmm. Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they get some closure. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. I mean, bone fragments, you know, with today's technology, yeah, they could mm-hmm. probably, or yeah, technology yeah, coming if, down the road. Yeah. And if I'm they sure can't, then I feel like very soon they'll be able yes. to actually analyze that and, you know, mm-hmm. discover what actually happened. Yeah. yeah and with, I mean, um, to this day, I mean, they're still looking for tips or if any, like, uh, anything else or clues still available, you can give them tips and stuff. And, you know, cool. you can go on unsolved.com and give them a tip too, you know. But anywhere else, I'll give them a tip. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you can go. What you're thinking, Kareem? Yeah, yeah. Let me give them a tip. You want a tip? (laughs) I got a tip for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Submit your tip. Yeah. (laughs) 
But if you have, you know, any uh, suggestions on maybe what, you know, might have happened to him, you could also go on our subreddit group. We got a subreddit group where Warner and Joe are on there called Mysteries and Beyond. Yes, come say hi. Yep. And, uh, yeah, if you, you know, have a suggestion for uh, future topics or future episodes uh, you want to, you know, let us know about yeah. or something or just, you want to. Uh, just an unusual story or just anything. Yeah. You know, you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll be we'll be there. Yeah. Or if you want to say what's up to Warner and Joe, they are there too. I mean, uh, it's open 24-7. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you would like to join us on our Instagram as well, we post up our show notes and our videos or, you know, whatever we got from the show. Uh, we post it up on there on Instagram at Mysteries and Peon. And if you can't catch our podcast on any streaming per, uh, service like uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your uh, uh, streaming service, you know, you could always go to our website, mysteriesandbeyond.com, where you can catch up uh, with the latest episode and uh, five previous episodes uh, uh, on there for free. You know, you could listen to them for free if you don't have access to any other uh, podcast you know, streaming service. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this concludes our episode on Granger Taylor. You know, Joe, thank you for joining us. Anytime, Gavin. Thanks for having me. Karina, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Werner, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you. And, uh, thank you to the listener for joining us on a short, you know, episode of Granger Taylor. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Later. And stay mysterious. Submit a tip. Can I get some hot Cheetos?